My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. And I and the Father are one. John ten twenty seven through 30 NASB. What's going on, guys? It's Andrew Mackin, and with me I got Ryan Stevenson, of course. What's up? And today we're going to be talking about what it means to really be a Christian. And we're not going to dive too deep into this topic, but more on the lines of like which denominations can be considered Christian and which ones can't be. So we have a couple questions here. And our first one are, what are the qualifications of just being called a Christian? So like where we're coming from with this question is really like, where do you, how like do you view being like how, what you, pretty much what do you have to do to be saved essentially? Right. Well, yeah, and, and <clears throat> when we're dealing with other people who claim to be Christians, how do we know if they're actually Christians or not? Like, how, right. how do we tell a believer from non-believer? And there are some qualifications that are set up in the scripture, and um, this actually kind of all spawned from, I was watching a video, I was, I, no, it might have been The Dividing Line. I'm pretty sure it was The Dividing Line. The Dividing Line? Yeah. Dude, I was admitting Yeah, you got me on that. Um, and James White was talking about getting a lot of flack for saying that, Presbyterians were Christians. Oh no! He, that Baptists were giving him flack for saying that Presbyterians are Christians because they're paid up Baptist. Oh no! Yeah. So I, that's where this all came from. So um, yeah. I guess let's just start off with the most simple uh, question that we have: is what do you have to do to be saved? And in kind of a lighter term, not like specifically into like the acts of like the golden chain of redemption and stuff, but just mm-hmm. like in general, what do you have to do to be saved? And that's pretty simple um, belief in the one true God. That's what we have written. Yeah. Um, and repentance. Yeah. So, really? well, f- there's a lot of things that spawn from belief in the one true God. Um, and so that's kind of why we have it as like our letterhead for, for this podcast. I mean, as far as what scripture says and as f- what, what scripture repeats the most is believe in the Lord God. That's, that's, that's how you inherit the kingdom of heaven. That's how you are one of his, his flock. Um, I mean, that is the sign of a believer is belief in the one true God. And that, that's one thing that we, that we're looking at, but along with that belief comes a domino effect of a bunch of different things. And like Andrew said, the most notable being repentance, Repent and believe is the call that that believers give to non-believers. Right. And I just like to spawn out of that and stuff is like you have belief in one true God and then you have repentance. And it really goes beyond that. Just to hit on a few generalities here, obviously with belief in the one true God, you have to believe in Christ. You have to believe in the Holy Spirit. You have to believe that he revealed himself in, through his revelation, which is the word of God, and that it's inerrant. And things like that, which we're not going to dive into those intricacies in this podcast. We probably will pretty soon. But the next thing that we wanted to talk about, now that we kind of have a good foundational statement, which is in order to be saved or be Christian, you have to have belief in the one true God, is what kind of denominations do you think we can consider our brothers in Christ? And which ones, just as like a more general term, can you like eh, we might want to avoid those because they're not like serving the one true god yeah um 
and I mean, that's, that's kind of why we laid out the qualifications for, for who's a believer, because to, to test these other things, you can't just say, Oh, all of this denomination, they're not believers or all this denomination are believers because these, Wait, I mean, not it, saying that, <laughs> that all Calvinists are believers. I mean, let's be real. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's why we laid out the qualifications because if, someone would consider themselves a part of one of these denominations or religions that we're going to say aren't Christians, but they believe in the one true God, they've repented and they believe in the inerrancy of scripture, then they are mistakenly calling themselves a different denomination and they are, they're Christians, um, by any modern definition, they're Christians. Um, so do you want to go ahead and start on the, the list of denominations so we can just go through these? Uh, yeah, that works for cool. me. I mean, um, so one thing that we have this at the forefront, uh, just because of, I, I guess it's been like a big push in reform, even in alphabetical order. So it's definitely not in alphabetical yeah. order. We, we, we just like literally that. just like jotted some stuff down. Hey, don't tell them that. Oh, we spent hours preparing for this. That's podcast. true. We did do that, but. In we actually Google did spend Doc hours where we preparing for this stuff. podcast because I tried to get you to do it like 10 times and you can't. Okay. Um, I'm sorry I've been busy anyway, with school and life. Um, I'm pay to play right now. The right? first one that we have on the list is Mormons. And <laughs> I honestly, it, without the reform community being a thing, I don't even think that that would have even been on my list. Um, just because <clears throat> it's not like something I think about a lot. Like I don't think about Mormons very often, but there's been such a push in the, yeah. in the reform community for, uh, you know, witnessing to Mormons and bringing the gospel to the Mormon community. And obviously most of that is from apologia in the big sense right now. I mean, James White's been right. Yeah. Witnessing to Mormons for I think how like 70 years. How old is he? 90? I don't know. I, a long time. I don't think he's that old. A, lo- a long time. He bikes every day, so you can't even tell. Yeah, and like from coming coming from Cedarville and stuff, we've always been kind of approached with different like religions and stuff. And but you mean Cedarville's um, not Mormon? What Cedarville's not Mormon? Dude, no. I always thought they were Mormon. Yeah, I mean we are in cornfields, so I guess it's kind of relatable. But they seem pretty Mormon. Really. No. <laughs> We're not as nice, apparently. Um, so, uh, yeah, coming from Cedarville, we've always been, like, challenged a little bit on that. But, like, more specifically to me, I have a friend that is very involved in, like, Mormon kind of outreach and stuff like that and talks to missions, missionaries from the church pretty regularly and stuff like that. Um, so I've been challenged on a more personal level, I guess, to get involved and kind of, like, look into it a bit more. Um, but yeah, so Ryan, you're not talking about Matt, are you? Oh, well, I wasn't going to say his name, but yeah, that's fine. We can bleep it out. What? I'm just kidding. There's a million Matt's in the world. That's cool. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So do you think Mormons are Christians? No. Are you going to expound on that anymore? Are you just going to say I don't know. Anything? I was just going to say no and leave it. I'm just kidding. All right. Moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, so no, I'd say no, no Mormons are not true Christians. And they would say, why don't you just leave us alone? We both believe in God. Aren't we both evangelizing? Right. Aren't we both evangelizing? Aren't we both spreading the great commission? Aren't we both right? No. Um, 
And there, there are two big reasons. One being they don't believe in the one true God. So the biggest qualification is not there. Um, they don't believe in the one true God in the sense that <clears throat> they don't believe in literally the one true God. There's not, there's not one. Um, so, uh, and, and a lot of Mormons might not even say this. Um, there's a lot of confusion in the Mormon communities as to what Mormons actually believe. Um, but we see from, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of Mormon doctrine is revealed in messages from Brigham Young and his writings and things like that. Um, and obviously Joseph Smith and Joseph Smith said in, um, was it the King Fallen Discourse? I don't remember. Um, where he said that the Trinitarian God is is a, is a weird God in his eyes and that he completely refutes the idea of a Trinitarian God and that he views Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as three different gods of the earth and mm-hmm. that Mormons themselves can become a God one day. Um, so... I mean, it, it's whether you want to consider it a polytheistic religion or not, which I would consider it polytheistic. That's clearly what it sounds like. Um, it, it, they're not believing in the one true God. That's not the, the God described in scripture. That's not, you know, that that's not the, the God that, that is, is just clearly so, so clearly laid out. Um, it's a God made up by Joseph Smith and people who don't believe in the Trinity. Right. And um, just even at like a base level, you have a guy coming on coming on the scene later on in America and he brings forth I have a third piece of revelation from God. Yeah. And kind of one of the things we talked about earlier that flows from belief in the one true God, emphasis on the true, um, is that you have to believe in his revelation, which is his word, the Bible. Um, and when you add to that, or when a when someone cl- comes on the scene and claims to be a prophet, you have to then check against that revelation. And if you, if anything he says in prophecy that says I am coming from the Lord and I'm saying this, um, and that turns out to be inconsistent or wrong with God's revelation, um, that's a pretty clear sign that it's not true. Mm-hmm. So I think just at a base level, the theology and stuff is wrong there in that you one can be pretty certain that they're not following the one true God at yeah. that point. And and as like a a secondary point, they don't believe in scripture. I mean, they have the Book of Mormon, which is not inspired scripture. Right. Um so I mean they're being they're being fed lies by their own holy book i mean it's it's not it's not real scripture and it's not inspired by god right um so yeah i think that's pretty conclusive and and that is a pretty easy one right all right moving on do you want to go harder or easier uh i want to go super hard on this one because guess who when i opened my door this morning guess who was waiting for me well, that's so funny. It's so funny that you put it there. Was it the next one on the I list? I have a track in my car right now. All right. Moving on to Jehovah Witnesses. Outside my door this morning. You should have brought I wake it up like 8 a.m. I'm super tired. I need to go move my car because my roommate's driving. And I open my door and I'm like, 
that have like a sweatshirt on and no shirt. Do you shirt. wear sweatshirts? No, no, no. I, I thought had, you only own like five. I had pairs a of, like, stop. I had a zip up, <clears throat> zip up hoodie on, like no shirt, and I, like walk out, and there's like two ladies there in like white dresses, and I was like, "What is going on? Why are there people waiting?" Can like lady, they didn't even knock on my door. I didn't even know ladies could go out. I actually I thought didn't it was know just either. men. Right? Isn't that weird? Yeah. I've um, never heard of like any woman. Dude, progressive Jehovah's Witnesses, bro. You gotta get with the times. My bad, dude. Um, and yeah, they were like, with all this bad news going on, I'd like to give you some good news. And I was like, oh, thank what you. What bad news were they thank referring so to? Dude, because I have another. End of the world. Dispensationalism. Don't you know? It's the only way. Like anyway, today? skipping past that uh, eschatology episode coming literally in five years when we figure it out. You mean not today? <laughs> what? What? Okay. Uh, okay. Moving on. Um, yeah. So uh, obviously, I treated them with love and respect. I mean, they were right. they were coming to my door trying to tell me about something that they that they believe in. They were trying to save me from hell, and I appreciate that, even though they know. No. My answer is no. You. you can take the lead on this one. I took the Mormon one. I'm going to preface this with I don't know too much about Jehovah yeah, Witnesses. Yeah. Um, I really know just like a base level well, in that it's it's more of a cult than anything else. Um, I know a little bit about the Watchtower, but not too much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm going to say no. But this specifics of the religion i couldn't really tell you too there's much an easy one. just that like a broad level they don't worship the same christ as yeah. we do and that's pretty critical to salvation mm-hmm. so they're um a, a, an easy one to point out which could get iffy but uh nlt clearly a perversion of scripture not a translation um yeah it, it, I, I, I mean, and a lot of like popular theologians would absolutely agree with me on that, that it's a total perversion of scripture. It's not an interpretation. It is, or it's, it's not a translation. It's just a total explanation of anything that, that can support what Jehovah's Witnesses believe. Um, <laughs> like do you, do you watch the Stephen Anderson, James White debate over KJV? Yeah. Stephen Anderson brought up that in the NLT, instead of um, like, is there no taste in the white of an egg? Is is there not no taste? Are you going to say something about marshmallow? Yeah, dude. He's and he's like, yeah, yeah. When Stephen Stephen Anderson was like, the juice of the marshmallow, and James White was like, what? The marshmallow. What? You know exactly what that means. Uh, Okay. Yeah, so we're going to say no on Jehovah's Witnesses. But we're um, going to briefly skip over that one. Yeah, well, because d- we there are things that we know that, that would disqualify them. Right. But going into like a bunch of detail and listing out a layer of facts that, that would disqualify them is difficult because I, I, we both have. Right, and it's not really fair. Yeah, it's not I fair don't think them. I can accurately represent their whole belief system. Right, right, right. Uh, other ones I can because I've done more research into. All the rest of these, I'm good. There. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Everything except for Jehovah's Witnesses on this list is it would be is pretty yeah. yeah. All right, so let's let's skip down a few. Yeah, and let's go <laughs> to Judaism because that cool. that seems like a fun one. Right. Um. 
So, Are you talking about Jewish people or the religion? I'm talking about the religion of Judaism. So what I mean by that is strictly Old Covenant or Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't affirm anything in the New Testament. Um, they don't believe their Messiah has come. So that right there should give you some inclination of that. They don't believe Christ was the Messiah. So it's a pretty firm no. Two huge disqualifiers. They don't right. have the... They don't believe in the true scripture and they don't believe in the true God or right. that like there's not even there's a not question like, of, yeah. of repentance and belief because there's, there's no, like Jesus didn't die for their sins. Right. They're still waiting for their coming Messiah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that one's a pretty quick yeah, one. Yeah, we don't need to go on. Um, let's go into the last one of the more... I would say obvious ones, mm-hmm. um, per se, um, and that is Islam, which can be a really big topic that we're not going to dive completely into. We um, can definitely dive into it on, on another podcast. Yeah, that though. would be great. But just as a whole, why don't you give me a quick rundown of some of like the key principles of what would disqualify Islam's kind of being in the Christian realm or any sort of like mixing of christianity and islam they're the only and i've i've said this me and andrew if you talked about this but besides judaism which doesn't see converts um islam and christianity are the only religions that are prominent that claim to lead to be the only way to christ or to be the only way to eternal life those are the only two that that are prominent and claim that and have a large amount of of converts and in, in in that way, they're similar, and they also believe in. They're also monotheist, which makes them similar. They. In, in like in in those ways, they're similar, but they have extremely drastic differences. Um, with Islam. What would you say is the the main thing that you can easily say, yeah, they're not Christians? Oh, I just, I just, no, spoiler alert, they're not Christians. Oops. I think, yeah, I already said they were disqualified, <laughs> but you know, you, I'll give you that one too. Um, so I think one of the major things is even though they, they try to affirm scripture in a way the validity of scripture the Quran does like verify that scripture is true but they do a really interesting thing of not reading the parts where it talks about christ being god and they just believe he is um a really good prophet um sent by god and not actually the the god man um and so, again, because it's similar to Judaism in that respect, that they don't affirm Christ's godhood, which is 100% integral to the whole sal- salvific message or gospel message. So Yeah, and again, easily, I mean, it's been the same with all these, that the the Quran is not, is not inspired scripture. I mean, right, yeah. you can keep, we can keep going back to... 
actually literally with, with all of these that we would say, no, you're not part of, of God's flock. We can say you have a perversion of scripture. You, you, that you do not have the true scripture. And it's, it's crazy because we can, it's so, it's so easy to see that they don't have the true scripture because you look at their religion and it's totally in defiance of God. Um, and, and in the ones that we're, we, we're going to say yes on, it's true scripture. Right. In most respects. Yeah. Right. And you can have true scripture and still not be a Christian. Right. Um, but yeah, we can move, we can move on. Yeah. So, all right. How are you feeling? Do you want to do like the hardest one or do you want to do more of an easier one now? I think Presbyterian is easy. Do you think that's a hard one? Well, Presbyterian and Baptist are like both relatively. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We can we can do this. Okay, Presbyterian. so Presbyterian. Let's start wow. With this. Don't they believe in ba- baptizing kids? They believe in sprinkling with water. They sprinkle their babies. I bet they do wine at communion too. <gasps> I'm just I, saying. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Presbyterians. Major difference is obviously the sprinkling of the child for yeah. baptism and stuff, even though they don't believe that saves the child yeah. and stuff. Baptism so, in the new covenant. Right. It's, it's, that's just a different interpretation of how you actually perform it. And no Presbyterian will tell you that it actually saves anyone. Hmm. Well, most, most Presbyterians. Presbyterians yeah. Yeah. I pretty, I mean, almost all um, right. real Presbyterians don't believe that. Right. So, uh, I have known a few Presbyterians, and they've been very, very biblical in yeah. a lot of their teachings. And I truly believe that most Presbyterians that are believing, as in like confessing and also consistently living, are you know Christians. Like I think that's one of the denominations that we can be pretty confident that like, Hey, those are our brothers. We're both spreading the same gospel, even though on some minor things that you don't need to be saved, we disagree on like baptism. And it, yeah, I, I don't think that we should, I, I hate saying this that because it's a separation of believers, but I think that it causes problems when we intermingle our churches because you're going to have people that want to baptize their kid, their children into the new covenant that they would claim. Uh, and if you, it, it, like if you are a Presbyterian at a Baptist church and if you're a Baptist at a Presbyterian church, people are going to want you to baptize your children. Yeah. It's, it's definitely going to be uncomfortable maybe if mm-hmm. you're in that circumstance and stuff, but that, that doesn't mean that we can't get together with right. Presbyterians yeah. and like, even worship together. Mm-hmm. I think we can every now and then, and we can come together and have a foundation in Christ. We can do, in, I mean, you see people uh, doing great commission with right. Presbyterians. We should come together in that mission for sure. Right. Um, and yeah, we can worship together. We can get some of that Puritan worship in. We can Pur- do a little that, bit of fellowship. That Puritan style fellowship. Um, I, I had the opportunity to go to an OPC church when I was in Idaho it was really interesting. I echo that. Oh, don't start. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so Presbyterian, yes, uh, we would say they're brothers in Christ, and their difference on their view of baptism uh, doesn't change anything about that right. because baptism doesn't save you, and most 
will say. Yeah, right. Well, Christians would say that baptism doesn't say Right. Um, So let's kind of move into like a counter, not necessarily like a counter Presbyterian, but kind of along like the other side in that concerning like baptism that's Baptist, which I would say the majority of evangelical Christians are probably Baptist, whether that's Southern or independent. Um, I'd agree. Even uh, even you see a lot, mostly, most non-denominational and like mega churches and and things like that that don't actually like like strictly stick to one or the other denomination. They're often Baptist. You know, when, when someone professes a belief in Christ, they they get baptized. So right. yeah, baptism, Baptist is, is way more popular than Presbyterian. That doesn't add any validity. It's just a fact. Right. Yeah. Um, so Baptist, we can say yes. Do you want to go with any? I'd hope since we're both Baptists. Right. Yeah. Do, well, do you I'm think Southern, that, so do you Southern think that, Baptist. Do you think that we are going to become, we're going to both become Pato Baptist because that's what happened to Les and Tanner. They both started out Baptist and then now they're Presbyterians, both of them. And it was a step by step. Cause you know, to be honest, I don't <sighs> think so. Les was, uh, Les became a Pato Baptist. And then soon after <laughs> there goes Tanner sprinkling his babies. I like my guys at Doc and Devo. Yeah, I'm just kidding. They're part of the Southern Convention. We send out missionaries. All I, right. I just That's like scripture. That's why I'm a Baptist. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> <Just kidding>. um, <laughs> Maybe it's just because I like James White. Also a joke. Baptists are Christians. Uh, they right. believe in the inerrancy of scripture. They believe in the one true God. They repent. They, you know, they, they differ from in their view on baptism from Presbyterians, but right. they basically everything else is the same style of worship differs a little bit, but for the most, well, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Westminster versus 1689 is going to be a difference, but I mean, did you want to break down Baptist into Southern or like independent or do you think that's too large of like a community of differences? I think it's within the Southern. We have so much yeah. Diversity. Yeah. Well, the SBC is also beliefs. the largest right. religious organization in the Americas. Right. Um, but I don't think it's necessary because when you look at like independent fundamental Baptist versus um, Southern Baptist, <coughs> as a, from a, from a, from just a, from a comparison standpoint, the main difference is organization versus independence. Right. I mean, but within Southern Baptist, like you said, there's a lot of diversity. So you see Calvinism. Right. I guess, I guess what I would say to kind of clarify is the denomination of Baptist is very diverse and there are some churches that are not preaching truth. Mm -hmm. So like, there might be a church that's like racist or something like that. That is very clearly not preaching truth and is consistently doing that. Mm. And I would disqualify them from being not their whole church, but not the whole church, but like, yeah, that there is certain kind of teaching within. I don't know. You don't don't know. know. I don't know if I agree. Um, 
I think that there can be a lot of misinterpretation of the word and that there can be a lot of sin within the church. Um, I don't know if that disqualifies disqualifies them from being a Christian. I think that I think that well, they, I guess they, I think that perversion of the word happens in small ways in many different churches, and I don't. Think I agree, but I guess okay. Let me let me rephrase and kind of go to some pe- the like, next one like on it. Like we were talking about it shortly. Some people, some churches are Kenist, right? And we would both say we're not Kenist, but right. I would still consider them Christians. I guess, hold on, let me let me try to back up and rephrase where I was going with that. I was saying if you have a consistent theology and teaching that is not biblical, so like my ne- our next thing that I was going to talk about is gospel wealth preachers, and some of them could be Baptist. Oh, I'm sure most of them Or consider themselves Baptist, right? Right. I'm talking about more something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah, consistent yeah. line of not spreading truth that I would disqualify from being saved. And not necessarily a small, like, uh, like a sin issue with the church. Because every church struggles with some sort of sin issue oh, yeah. and yeah. sin issues and stuff because we're people. But I'm talking about more on a big scale what certain preachers are preaching consistently throughout that the message is false. It's not the gospel mm-hmm. at that point anymore. Yeah. And there's, there's definitely a provision to that. Right. Point. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So like gospel wealth preachers, mm-hmm. I would say are not spreading the gospel or the truth. Instead, they're spreading something contrary to the gospel and are false teachers. Yeah, it, it gets iffy there as to whether they're... I, I think it... Yeah. Mm, that's that's tough. That's a tough one. Yeah. I, it, it, but, like, within people who are actually, like, denominationally Baptist, I would say... Most of the time. I would go as far to say that the majority of super dispensational free will Baptists are still Christians. Right. Um, I don't believe that they have the correct understanding of the nature of God. And I don't believe that they have the correct understanding of how a Christian comes to repentance and salvation. But I do believe that they believe in the one true God and that they believe repentance and belief are absolutely necessary for salvation. Yeah, I guess what I I would say is that... So, like, with those certain types of people... Are you you being more harsh than me for once? You can see the inconsistency. You're... (laughs) I'm not being harsh. I'm just... You are the... You're the you're I'm, the Jimmy Fofo of this group. Am I the nice one of this? I'm group? the Joe Thorne. I don't know about and that. You're being Joe Thorne right now. All right. Well, no, anyway, you, you are being Tanner. Can I can I get my point out? Is that is that okay with you? Yeah. Fine. Okay. So, I guess permission what I was, granted. Thanks. <laughs> Do you know? Thanks, man. <laughs> that means a lot to me. Doctor and Diva. Um. So. See, now I lost my thought because mm. you, you, you you know what you're doing to me? That was on purpose. Was that? Yeah. What you were saying was dumb. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You were talking about bat, uh, gospel wealth preachers. Yeah, and kind of like going off your point of like even the most people that are kind of flawed in their view of like the sovereignty of God and stuff, we would consider being Christians but I would say that's because we can see, clearly see the inconsistency with how they talk about it to other mm-hmm. believers and like 
their application, but with certain kinds of preaching and things like that and professing, like gospel wealth preachers, I think profess a different gospel and you don't see the inconsistency with how they live their lives. They live their lives with the gospel they preach, which is very a self-centered gospel, a man-centered gospel, and not a Christ-centered gospel. Yeah. So, uh, you know, whether or not you have super free will Baptist churches that are being like, hey, we believe in free will, and then they go out and witness the ex as if God's going to change the hearts of people. That's that's inconsistent right there, and that's a matter of discipleship and something we can take care of internally in the church, mm-hmm. whereas the Internally gospel, as believers. As believers, mm-hmm. right. Whereas someone who's preaching gospel wealth message can preach, hey, if you give a little bit of money here, you know you might have a better chance over here, and then what what do they do? They go and buy a plane because it helps their ministry a little bit better. I'm not buying that. They buy that fast car so they can get to those church services real fast. Yeah. That Lambo gets I mean, all over town. Ooh, that Lambo. Dude, when they're witnessing, they're going 80 because God ain't got no time <laughs> to be waiting on conversions. Yeah, Saturday. <laughs> Just saying. All right. So I, oh, think, no. I think we did a pretty. Are we moving on to the next one? We're moving on to the I'm next one. So ready. Might be perhaps. I don't know. Let me let me. The one we this. just talked about may have been harder because it's more internal. Yeah, yeah. But this one is still like fairly. I can make difficult. this one really easy if you want to do this in fifteen seconds. I can finish it off right here. I can. No, I can. You're go just gonna give me like a straight answer for the jugular. No, I don't. I can give you an answer and an explanation in fifteen seconds. Fifteen jugular. seconds. Okay, I'm gonna time you. All right. Wait. Are Catholics Christians? Go. Any Catholic who believes in faith plus works equals salvation, which is the majority, are not Christians? No. Dude, that, that was, was like, like 10 seconds. That was like 10 seconds. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let me so preface this. expound on that, yeah. Yeah, let me, let me preface this. First of all, I went to a Catholic school for four years. Bad choice. I went to a Catholic Does school that mean for... you're Catholic? F- yeah, dude. Catholic okay. Ryan. That, I had the nickname Catholic Ryan for five years. It's kind of died down now. You should probably write Yeah, we should up. bring that back up. Um, yeah, so I, I had a lot of... I had to take religion classes, is what they were called, or scripture classes, or whatever, faith and sacraments. Um, I had to take classes on those every year, uh, a couple classes in my senior year, too. So I learned a lot about the Catholic religion. I had to attend Mass... Um, probably, I probably attended 40 or 50 masses while I was there. Um, and I was just exposed to a lot, a lot of what the Catholic religion believes and what their flaws are and their denial of scripture. And, um, wasn't, wasn't really reformed and honestly wasn't really a true believer at that point, but I I was still able to internalize what they were saying and and like, listen and, and hear what they believed. And, um, that, I don't know that that makes me qualified, but I've seen it and I, I have been exposed to at least what Jesuit Jesuits believe, um, which Jesuits are a big part of Catholicism. Roman Catholics and Jesuits are, are, are pretty huge, both of them. Um, and like James White's a Jesuit. So have you not heard that accusation? Uh, I have. 
Yeah. But thanks. It was a joke. Thanks for talking to me about James White. Let me tell you about James White. I know you don't listen to the dividing line. Yeah. I haven't in like two days. So what do you have to say about Catholics? I said, I mean... You said no. I will expound. Um, I I have... You have like a bullet point list of like all these things. Yeah, look at the bullet point list in the Google Doc. Oh, yeah. I see it right there. It's between the white space and the white space. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you can read between the lines. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to say... You ready for this? Give me 10 seconds. All right. All right. Catholics that believe... Oh my goodness! You you you're getting heads up. No no no, no no no. Faith plus works. You're the worst. Are not true Christians. You there are you the go. Worst. I just you hey, see what I, I feel did like there. I've heard that somewhere. Really? Mm, yeah, no no. I just came up with that. No, it sounds pretty original. Thanks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, Catholics can be Christians if they're not true Catholics. If they're not true Catholics, true, yes, true Catholicism teaches faith plus sacraments or works or baptism or right. there's always an or. And let's go ahead and say it. What did Paul tell people that said, yes, faith and repentance, but also circumcision? What did he tell them? I don't, do you want me to answer He this? told them to go all the way and cut themselves off. That's true. He did say that. That sounds like the serrated edge. Yeah. So That sounds like harsh language. <laughs> anytime we see in scripture where people are preaching faith plus works, it is always condemned as a heresy. Always. It's always called out and condemned. Right. Because um, the message of the gospel is it's God's. Yeah. It, it's, it's by not, no work of man. It's nothing. We can do absolutely nothing. Mm. Um, and I think that's that right there is such the key, critical point to look at when it comes to any other sort of faith or professing faith um, to look at is if they are professing some sort of gospel that may sound similar, is there any kind of work that accompanies salvation because i guarantee you a hundred percent of the time there is unless they're preaching the true gospel yeah um i don't think i've ever heard of another religion that is through faith alone um they're the gospel message is that of man can do nothing and god can do everything um and i don't think People have enough originality to make up something like that. If does that sound harsh? That doesn't sound harsh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think we cover these these pretty well. I and I I want to say that I know we've been kind of joking about it, but it is a serious thing um, mm-hmm. whether someone's a Christian or not. It's just some of these some of the religions that we've gone over. Um, it, it's it's an abomination that some of them have been considered Christianity and that we've been lumped in with people like um, like Muslims and and Jews. Judeo-Christian is not a term that I like because it, it I mean, unless you're a Messianic Jew, it, it just doesn't make sense, which Messianic Jews are, are not Jews. Right. Um, Christian. <laughs> right, right. Like we, we shouldn't have we shouldn't ever be lumped in with with Mormons 
and Muslims and Jehovah Witness. Catholics, Jehovah's Witness. Um, they, they're not part of Christianity. They, they don't believe what Christians believe. And, and it's just, it's ridiculous that, that these people are lumped in with us. Um, and they absolutely need the gospel and we treat them with love and respect and we treat them as a non-believer and call them to repentance. And I mean, that, that's pretty much where we leave it. Yeah. So that's, Yeah. Cool. I agree. Anything else you want to add? Um, no, I think I think we did a pretty good job of covering all this. Obviously, we didn't go into a lot of detail specifically into what uh, these certain denominations or religions believe. Mm-hmm. Um, in the future, we'd like to discuss more intricately what each one believes and kind of what that looks like. Especially Mormonism. Especially Mormonism. Mm-hmm. Um, even... I'm just going to say all of them. You know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. That way you might get to them one day. I don't want to talk about gospel wealth preachers. Well, okay. Gospel wealth preachers we can talk about. All right. They're out. Everything else. Everything else we're good. They're not spreading the true gospel. (laughs) It's fake. They want money. Oh, don't even start. We can't do this. We can't do this. Okay. So. Thanks for listening. Yeah. To The Young Apologist, episode two. You can find us on iTunes under the podcast section. And on YouTube, The Young Apologist. And on YouTube. If I get get them uploaded. If you get them uploaded ever. You know, I am a pretty pretty busy guy with school and work. Yep. Sorry about the gap between the episodes. Um, We're going to be trying to to minimize that gap. I know we keep saying that. Um, But we'd like to record multiple podcasts at once so that we can... This was shorter than the last one. Yeah. That was like a few months. And this was just like a few weeks. Oh yeah, when we tried to start first, you're correct. Yeah, but all of our episodes have been have been pretty good. Yeah, it's only been a couple weeks, Um, but we hope to start recording a couple at a time so that we can at least stagger them to where if things come up, that we'll be able to right um, to still release podcasts uh, on hopefully a weekly basis. I'd like to keep it weekly, Um, and it's also just a really good time for me and Andrew to get together and talk about theology. So yeah, just an excuse. It's great. All right, so we'll see you later. All right, see you next time.